You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi everyone, I am Martina Cunha and you are listening to Backstage Talk. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Backstage Talk. Today, I am really privileged to open up the platform of this podcast to a new team that has developed a musical all over the world. So let me introduce you to Marcus Terrell Smith. He is the book writer and lyricist, graduated from the University of Arizona, where he received a BA in linguistics and a BFA in musical theater. The following year, he was accepted into the Actors Studio Drama School at Pace University in New York, where he received an MFA in acting. Then we have Robin Schaefer. He's the composer. He's also a songwriter, a guitarist, and a multi-instrumentalist who resides in Cologne, Germany. He had considered himself only a semi-professional musician while pursuing a career in business administration until 2018, when he decided to do music full-time and now plays with several bands. And finally, we have here Chris Sargent. He is in charge of the orchestration and arrangements. He has been an active member of the Chicago music scene for more than 15 years as an arranger, musical director, and conductor. Most recently, he was the music director for Drury Lane's An American in Paris, a winner of four 2020 Jeff Awards. So, guys, thank you so much for being over. I am really excited to chat with you about your show, Pub A Chew Story. So, I'll let you say hello to everyone. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. This is Marcus. Hi. This is Robin. Hi. And it's great to be here. This is Chris. So uh... Absolutely. So, awesome. Wow. This is big. I don't know like where to start, but let's just dive into book. Marcus, where did this idea come from? Well, it's actually kind of funny. So um, I've known Robin for um, about 12 years now. We met in, uh, when I was in grad school. I was his RA, actually. And so um, he walked in with this guitar, and I was like, you have a guitar. And I was like, and he's like, yeah. And I said, do you write music? He said, yeah, I write music. I said, we're going to write a song. And because uh, he was my resident, we just saw each other all the time and just started writing a lot of music all over the place. And we wrote an album, and, you know, and then he was only there for like six months. And then he went back to Germany, but we stayed in touch and did a bunch of music. And uh, since then, I've gone to Germany a couple times and visited him. And... Um, we still write music over Zoom and stuff. So then uh, when the pandemic hit, we were kind of like, we should do something. And then, uh, well, actually, I had visited him in 2019 um, in Cologne, and we were just writing music. And then we wrote one of the songs, which actually isn't in the show, but it's a great song, um, about dogs and um, dog relations, <laughs> as you can say. We were like, what are we going to do with this? And we decided we're going to put it in a musical. So then when the pandemic hit, we just started tossing song ideas back and forth. And then finally, this idea about a dog and his chew toy going to Hollywood kind of formed. And then we just, you know, it was kind of, it went actually very fast for the most part when it came to, you know, the songs we wanted to write because we write pretty fast together. And so, yeah. And then we got this thing. It's an incredible piece that we're very proud of. 
entered a couple contests, gotten a lot of good feedback, and got like top marks on it. So we're gonna take it as far as it can go, which is Broadway, I believe. So. Hopefully, and I'm happy to know that. So yeah, I do think that this project has the potential for Broadway. So hopefully, fingers crossed. If we have any producer listening to this episode, I will leave um, Marcus's information in the description if you want to contact it. How was the process of developing the show until today? So you just said that you started writing song, songs on Zoom. Uh, and how has that journey been until today? Um, do you want to say anything, Robin, or should I just keep going? Um... <clears throat> It's been interesting. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, we've been used to this writing over the internet actually for a while. So, um, like Marcus mentioned, like over the years, like we've known each other for 12 years and over the years, every once in a while, we would, you know, chat up again and write a few songs. And um, so we were kind of used to the process um, of not being in the same room while writing together. So, um, nevertheless, it was much more of a challenge um, doing a show like this rather than just um, throwing back and forth some ideas about songs and then making a song. Because this, of course, was had a much broader context that everything needed to fit in. And um, also, I've never written like a full show like this and and this dimension at least uh, before so it was really um it was demanding but it was also fun um a lot of fun you know like especially during the pandemic when uh, not a lot of things were happening and then we were grateful to have something to to really work on creatively and um of course there was always the challenge of the time shift yeah, as well so, okay. <laughs> so yeah uh, e either one so of us fine. either one of us would work in the middle of the night <laughs> so uh, exactly but really yeah. it, it was we were working it was really, uh, yeah exactly and it was really but it was for me uh, really exciting to see and astonishing to see in fact <laughs> how everything was growing and growing and growing. And we were really saying, okay, we're getting the story together. We're getting these pieces together. Everything kind of fits and connects together. And uh, at the end, when it was there, I was really very, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, astonished and proud at the same time, you know, like that we actually did it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oh, no, so then when we did it and got to the end of like, we actually had like a bunch of songs and we had the book pretty solidified. It was like, how are we going to get this into sheet music so that people can read it? And how are we going to make it so that an orchestra could interpret it? And um, it just so happened, I knew Chris Sargent. Um, we were both in Book of Mormon together for a couple years. And so during the time there, uh, Chris and I would like write songs and stuff and go in the studio and record stuff. And he's just an all-around amazing pianist and um, orchestrator and all that good stuff. So then um, I said, hey, Chris, you want to be a part of this thing? And then I guess, Chris, you could talk about how you felt about it. Sure. Well, even before I um, came aboard, uh, Marcus and Robin had 
pretty fleshed out demos of every song. I mean, they sound professional. Marcus is singing every every vocal part from the baritone to the soprano parts. It's it's really amazing. Robin's playing some amazing guitar, amazing bass, programmed all the drums. So my job was to take it and make it look, you know, uh, uh, you know apply it to a musical theater setting where people could come in, sit down in front of the music and, and hopefully have it sound, sound like the demo sound. And also eventually to expand the orchestration, I'd like to add some horns. Uh, we can add some more keyboard sounds because so much of it is wonderfully um, guitar heavy. So we can definitely use the... Uh, a keyboard or two to enhance that sound with whatever it is, piano, organ, a lot of strings we can use. We can even add some percussion in there when we need it. So um, so that's where I come in. And we're sort of in the beginning stages because, first of all, we just need to get everything, the piano vocal book, um, ready. So it took definitely took longer than I thought it would. And it's a bigger project than I thought it would be. But I'm so happy I was I, – I, you know, came bored and it was also during the pandemic and I wanted to still feel musically fulfilled. And so it came around at the, at the right time uh, to feel like still like a, a, you know, valuable member of society, which you know, I think a lot of artists started to feel like, where do we fit in during the pandemic? It was really tricky. So not to go on a complete tangent, um, Martin, but that's kind of where, where I came into it. So anyway, no, but I love it because this is all part of the creative process. And a show, I think that it's so valuable and brave and valid to keep creating and keep ourselves creatively and artistically engaged during such a difficult time as the pandemic, uh, where our spirits were beaten to the ground. Uh, and so I understand you when, when you just said that you wanted to, keep being uh, a useful human being during the pandemic. For me, it was this podcast, so I get you. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, was, it was tricky. You know, everyone handled it differently, and, and I think uh, we should all be kind to each other as far as how, you know, some people were very productive. Some people started making sourdough bread. Some people, you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then some people were probably, quite honestly, a little bit depressed and, and uh, during, at least during the start of it. So I was happy to have something that I was not only held accountable for, but also that was a really fun musical, um, musical project that it still goes on and it's going to go on for, for hopefully years, you know. So we'll see, yeah. I love it. Marcus, I want to ask you, since you're the book writer, what is the story about in this musical? So it's about a dog, um, a tripod, three-legged dog named Pup and his chew toy, which is a dragon. And it's, um, it's basically a buddy story about, um, you know, the ebb and flows of their relationship as they embark on this quest to achieve their dreams in Hollywood. Um, as they go along the way, they encounter some um, seedy characters who kind of drive them off the beaten path and um, get them involved in some like zany situations. Um, but eventually um, they come back together and they, realize the value of friendship and um, not to take that for granted in a nutshell i love it and it sounds just great for mm -hmm. robin and chris composer and orchestrator what how 
Yeah, what does the music sound like in this in in this show? Do you want to take it away, Rob? You have the more. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you have to say it because you have the more objective opinion about. Oh, this okay. Probably. Well, I'll just say quickly. Um, there are a lot of different. Uh, hmm. Uh, wow. How do you? Um, there's just so much great energy in the music. Um, there's a lot of rock. There's some some parts that it sound like you know like down like uh, heavy metal. There's some definitely some some funky grooves, some kind of like island kind of grooves. So it's a mixture, but the overriding, um, I would say, the overriding sound is just it's to my ears it was fresh. It was not derivative of other musical theater. Um, it doesn't really. To, to my ears sound like anything else and and uh you know in the best way and i'm certainly not not criticizing musical theater in general but to hear something that fresh that also could tell a story was really was really compelling um and, and the chords certainly there's so much pop music out there today that kind of sounds the same at least for my ears and my tastes um everyone's using the same chords and it just starts to starts to get very tiresome for my ears so when you know robin and marcus created this music that's not at all like that it's um yeah i can't think of another word but just like fresh so that's what it sounded like to me when i heard it <laughs> what's your point of view robin good, good. Right. um yeah i would uh i would agree for the most part um also i guess what are you saying like we have a big mixture of styles, which is uh, also due to the fact that I, I've been in a lot of different uh, projects over the years. So I, you know, and even until today, like I do my own singer-songwriter stuff, which is more of the folk stuff. I do a lot of acoustic uh, guitars, but I also have a rock band where we play like heavy, high-speed. Uh, <laughs> Um, um rock music with guitar solos and all that you know so it's really this broad dimension um i guess that i try to bring into the show as well and also the funk elements that chris mentioned also of course always trying to keep it also pop uh, in a sense of uh being catchy and like get it being easy to uh digest for people but at the same time like chris said to make it musically interesting and um you know not one dimensional but actually trying to yeah have have more of a theatrical or uh yeah, if you want to say that um approach of composing uh, but not like make it overly overly um complicated and also, it helped a lot writing together with Marcus because Marcus just comes up with great hooks, great melodies and all that. And we just really, um, we always bounce back and forth off another, you know, like one throws in an idea, then the other, you know, he, I, I write a little melody, he sings something on top of it, I get come up with something different again. So that that's also, I think, this... This uh, very, um, I don't know how you would call it, um, very um, uh, interactive way of writing um, also um, made it Synergistic. a nice mixture. Yeah, 
you could say and that's maybe what makes it also very unique because like that i think you don't get trapped in these formulas that probably a lot of pop songwriters are in because they think okay i have to write a hit song so i better stick to this formula or whatever and we just don't get trapped there we just <laughs> keep getting new ideas so i think that's yeah that's that's why you have a good mixture of many different styles and um, let me just I, I just want to say also sorry robin to cut in but um, no. for anyone out there who's listening and hasn't heard it it these songs are like there's they are don't don't you know they are catchy and they will get stuck in your head but in the best <laughs> way like this is not like you know baby shark you know this is like great songs that are catchy because they're good they're, they're they're great songs and uh, so I love that about it. It's just the right amount of catchy with the right <laughs> amount of, of, of uh, unpredictability. And also the drum grooves are just really slamming. They're really, really great. What Robin came right. up with, Robin thanks. and Marcus. So anyways, I'm talking too much. You guys go ahead. Thanks. Maybe, maybe also, thanks a lot for that, Chris. But um, um, maybe one more thing also adding to yours. Um, um, one thing you mentioned is like, it doesn't sound too much like musical theater, which is like, um, which you mean as a compliment as well. <laughs> so so um, that's kind of interesting to me because I've, I've always, like, I don't come from a musical, uh, musical theater background. So I've been writing, you know, rock and pop songs or rock and folk songs until now. And, but I kind of also love the approach of musical theater writing. So I kind of try to, you know, orient myself as well. On that or like i've been listening to a lot of uh, musical theater shows and trying to soak up a lot of ideas and saying okay i like that i like that so i took of course a lot of elements but i think you know when you say chris that that you kind of like it that it doesn't sound too much of musical theater maybe then it's exactly that symbiosis of the non let's say naive or like more um um yeah conventional songwriting background combined with like some elements of musical theater that makes it sound like a musical but maybe not like the classical music uh, classic musical you would uh, expect on broadway one thing that i find just want to throw this out there that i find very awesome about this group of individuals who, who are working together on this thing is that everyone has um are as music has a musical background since they have theory they know um they know how to plug in notes and what notes should harmonize with one another and how to make things interesting and different. Like Chris has a, has a, is a jazz pianist. And so he can throw amazing um, little cool things that happen in the music. And Robin himself is just plays and like he said, in all different types of bands, but it's also classically trained. And I myself, I also have studied. And it's just, it's cool to see that knowing that we all can speak the same language when it comes to putting music together, when we do layer on melodies and lyrics and orchestrations and all that stuff. So this team is very unique in that way. In my experience, I've written other shows too, but this is just, it's, it's a solid group of folks who um, believe in this and, you know, can just make it something great. I love it. And it for sure, what you just said shows in the in the show and in the production i know that you had uh, a reading 
an open reading recently. How has it been producing this show? When it comes to producing a show, it's um, it's it's a group effort, but at the same time, it's a lot of administrative stuff. Sorry if you're hearing the dings of my direction in here, <laughs> but um, so basically, the way it starts is just um, you know, with the the will to do something. Um, so we were just like, oh, we got to do something with this thing, and so let's put on a reading of it. And so it's you build the pieces of it. So we did a nice um, casting call on um, uh, Actors Access. And people out here, especially musical theater people, just want to be involved in something, especially after the pandemic um, and during still, I guess, the, the end of it. And so they were just super excited. We got hundreds of people wanting to just audition for this and be a part of it. And it was like, okay. So that just took us kind of sorting through and seeing who, you know, had the stuff, which is one of the songs. And uh, then we just brought them together um, that way. And we found an awesome, um, an awesome music director because Chris, unfortunately, can't be here. He's in, he was in Vermont and now in Michigan. So, and I'm in LA and Robin, of course, is in Germany. So um, we needed to find somebody out here who, you know, could translate the music to, to or give it to the, the actors to be able to teach them notes and how to harmonize and then bring them together. And we have um, Anthony Zydeker. He's, uh, he's at AMDA um, over here, and he's just been awesome. And he um, has worked with the singers um, he and I have for the past two months, but not every day we're rehearsing. Maybe it's like once a week we'll rehearse, we'll get together, but we give the actors like, you know, vocal references and things, but the actors themselves are awesome. They're, they know their parts, they're coming together. And so um, we've just been having um, some rehearsals, like we're in tech week, I guess you could say. And, um, you know, it's, even though it's a reading, we like to have stuff that's kind of glorified in a way. So, so, you know, it's an invited audience. There's um, like cool scenery that's going to be set up kind of a quote-unquote step-and-repeat sort of situation. I don't know. We try to go big or go home. That's <laughs> how it kind of works. And so, um, so yeah, so we're gearing up to do that. Um, we go into our, our dress rehearsal on Thursday uh, for the show on Friday and Saturday, and everybody's just really excited. Um, we're all geared up. They sound amazing. We have um, a four-piece band that's involved. That's um, piano, bass, guitar, drums, and uh, some synth is in there, too. But, um, yeah, so we have, um, you know, it's all coming together. It's, it's been a bit of a stress, you know, because Chris has had to, you know, wrangle drum parts and things, and Robin has to put together guitar parts and stuff. So it's just a big group effort to, to get it all done, and nothing gives you a kick in the pants like a deadline. So, which I Agreed. Love. So <laughs> we're hitting this deadline, and then, you know, at the end of it, we'll be like, look at all the stuff we have. Now we're putting together the big package to be able to get to the next level. And I'm happy. You know, it's going to be big. big. Yeah, it's going to be big. And I cannot mm -hmm. wait to either listen to the songs or see footage from the reading because I know this is going to be huge. Uh, and I'm very, very grateful and happy for the three of you. I wish you the best before we go. Where can people like contact you and get more information of yourselves and this show? Um, well, we do have our own Instagram handles, um, but I guess I'll just start with the main one is um, you can go to on Instagram at pup a chew story. 
So it's P-U-P-A-C-H-E-W-S-T-O-R-Y. Uh, and the, or you can go to www.puppetshoestory.com and you can reach us that way. There's a little email button at the bottom you can do. Um, individually, I am Marcus Terrell Smith on um, Instagram. And yeah, you can find me there. And I'll let the other guys say their piece. You can find, this is Robin, you can find me on Instagram at Robin Shepherd Music. And also, I have a website. It's robinshepherdmusic.com. Um, I am drawing a blank on my <laughs> Instagram <laughs> handle, but I, I uh, so I would direct you to the Puppetry Story Instagram page. And uh, yeah, that, that's what I would say. And uh, Marcus, is there going to be any way to, uh, is this an in-person event only, or is there any way to watch a live stream? So there's going to be um, there's going to be a recording made of it, and then we're going to make the recording available on the website for people to tune in for a limited time. I'd yes, say. exactly. So limited middle tickets that go out there because we can't give away all the goods yet, everybody. So um, that's so right. yeah. Well, guys, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for coming over. I wish you the best. I am super excited for your work and for the three of you. Uh, and thank you for being on Backstage Talk. Thank you so much for inviting right. us. Thanks, Martin. I really appreciate it. All the best to you as well with your podcast. And in life. Thanks thank a lot. you. <laughs> awesome. Goodbye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this new episode of Backstage Talk. Remember to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Backstage Talk Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Udom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.